Hello, and welcome to Miss D's Lunacy. Today, we have a wonderful, jovial, charismatic young man, full of fun and wonderful stories. Let me reintroduce to you our professional globetrotter who organizes the most incredible and exotic trips around the world. Unbelievable. What fascinating adventures is he planning to take his guests on this year? Here to tell you all this, my dear friends, is my friend Anthony Underwood. Hello and welcome. Hello, Miss D. How are you? I'm very well. How are thee? I am terrific. <laughs> I'm so excited about all your trips for this year. They're always different every year. And um, he's been doing this for so many years. 30 years. 30 years, and he's still at it and amusing and fun and captivates all his friends. Now, this year, he went. He already has done. The name of his company, by the way, is called The Argosy. And they did Cartagena this year, which I've actually been to, which I adore because of the old city and the new city. And what I think is so interesting is that Anthony has been going to Cuba for over 14 years. And the people are trying to get out, and he keeps going back. And now you do need a visa, but you can get there much simpler. Is that not true? It's much easier before. We had to go on the special license, and now you go person to person, and we get a visa much easier. Anyway, Miss D, as she I call her, calls me Anthony Underwood, but I've always been known as Underpants, which is very unfortunate all my life. But anyway, that's my nickname. Well, it's very cute. It's very cute. So we stay in the Parco Central. The Parque Central Hotel in the New Wing, very cutting edge, very chic. It's five star. Everything works. And Cuba, Havana, I love going to. I've been going for 14 years. Can you imagine that? 14 years. It's amazing. Now, when we were, I was there a few years ago, there was only the colonial side. And they just built a modern side, which you told me. A modern wing with a tunnel up to the colonial side. Wow. And I like to stay there. It's just a little smaller slightly better service and very nice. And the hotels, the good hotels in Havana are good. So people who want to go there and they're prepared to buy the good hotels, that's the way you should go. Well, give us some names of other hotels. There's the Saratoga, which is right in the Parque Central. The Santa Isabel, which is where your one of your presidents stayed one year. What, what's he called? The peanut one. I can't. Oh, Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter. He's the one. He stayed there. And then there's the Milia Cohiba, which is on the Malacan. The Malacan is this wonderful big road which goes all around Havana and with the sea crashing up against the wall. And it goes for nine kilometers around, around Havana. It's wonderful. Now, there was a beautiful hotel with uh, all this um, designs and up in the ceiling, which was all glass, like a church. Yes. It was so beautiful. That's called the Riviera Hotel. Oh, it was so beautiful. And that was built by the Mafia. Oh, dear. That was built by the Mafioso. That is amazing. Now, tell me the difference between then and now. Well, then and now, how can I say this? The restaurants, let's look at the restaurants. The restaurants have become a really key part of Havana, and they are some really, really good eating. Um, and some cutting-edge places like Il Casinero, which, which was an old sunflower factory. It's absolutely marvelous. It's very chic. It's got a bar upstairs, has music, and it is more fun. 
and there are the others. There's Lisa uh, Mar, uh, which is right on the water. There are some great restaurants. Well, that's divine. And of course, you do all of the museums, the city museum, and you do these wonderful private houses, which of course no longer are since they were seized when the people left. Now, the first family that I think has the most incredible collection of Napoleonic memorabilia was the Lobo family. The Lobo family were one of the, <clears throat> the grandest of the families in uh, Havana before the revolution. And they fortunately had a lot of sugar plantations out in Venezuela. But Lobo was an, had this wonderful Italianate mansion and he collected Napoleonic memorabilia. And it's probably one of the best I've ever seen in the world. Um, Absolutely amazing. And who would expect to go to Havana and see this wonderful collection? It's such a shame that it hasn't been returned to France. And then there was this wonderful house that we went to, which is called the Gomez Mena House. The Gomez Mena House. Uh, Miss Gomez Mela became the Countess de Ridearo de Camargo. And she went on a two-year honeymoon. Oh, dear. Two-year honeymoon. And she came back with a great flush in her face and bought, <laughs> <laughs> and bought wonderful things, including the escritoire of Marie Antoinette. And there it is in Havana by Reisner. And all the work on it, the bronze work was by Bouffier, the greatest bronzes. So here it is in Havana at this. It's, uh, it, no one would know that. But they restored these beautiful paintings that we saw that were covered in air conditioning fluid when I was there. The Hubert Robert. The Hubert Robert paintings are completely restored. They're really special they could be in the met they could be anywhere and here they are in havana but they're huge i mean they're almost like 10 feet 10 feet high 10 feet high two of them two of them the and they're in the entrance by the marble staircase it is absolutely extraordinary to see these paintings i mean you would not believe that they haven't been burnt they haven't been removed they haven't been sabotaged and they're absolutely incredible. I mean, I was moved by it. Now, they did something uh, when they left, where they left very, very late, this Gomez Mena family. Unfortunately, they left very late. So they couldn't get all of their things. So what happened? Let, let's hear this story, because it's fantastic about the safe. Well, this is a fascinating story. They, a lot of these families thought, we're going back. Rather like the French Revolution, people came back. This was not to be in Havana. What they did, they had an enormous strong room. They had one of the best collections of silver. So they put all the silver into the strong room and bricked it up. But the, Very smart. But the revolutionaries, they found it with uh, Geiger counters. Yes. And uh, they got into the strong room. And here was this fabulous silver. And this wait, photo. wait, wait. They blew up the safe. They blew open the safe. Absolutely. Good. And there are photographs of it being taken. There's also the wonderful photographs of when uh, the Duke and Duchess of Windsor kept, went there, when the Count of Barcelona, who was the pretender to the Spanish throne, the Gomez Mina family, who became Countess de Rivo de Camargo, entertained in such a grand style, and it was all done so easily. The golden age, the golden age it was before the revolution. It is unbelievable. So you went on all these architectural tours. Yeah. You saw the city museum. Oh, this I love. They restored the opera house. The opera house is absolutely amazing. We went to see a performance this year. It was a combination of modern dance and flamenco. 
it was to die for. And, and, and they've restored the opera house inside and out, and it couldn't be better. Alicia Alonso is still the patron. She's now 95, and she's still in charge of everything. And she's amazing. And underneath the opera house, they've opened a jazz bar as well, a jazz oh, pub. Oh, Lord, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely wonderful. Now, there is a house that you went to see, which is Xanadu. Xanadu, built yeah. by Irina Dupont in the 20s. And he built it for um, his family, particularly. And he wanted to get away from, the, from Wilmington, Delaware, where all his business was happening. And to get there, they took a tr train all across, this, all across the states to Key West. Key West, they took a boat. And then they had cars and drivers from Havana. So it was quite a journey to get there. And it's now a boutique hotel. Uh, and it's right on the beach. It's absolutely wonderful. And he had a, a golf course on it. It's got a golf course on one side and the ocean on the other. It couldn't be more beautiful. It's absolutely spectacular. Absolutely. Yeah. It took you, what, two hours to get there? Two and a half hours to get there from, uh, it's at Veradera Beach to get there from Havana. Well, of course, there's a beautiful Hemingway house that's still there with his beautiful boat. Yeah. And they're the most beautiful beaches everywhere. I mean, the, the Canadians go there a lot. The Germans, the French are now going. The English go as well. And the English go as well now. It's incredible. And the cruise ships are really coming. Where are they coming from? The cruise ships are coming from everywhere, including from the States. And it's not doing, I don't think it's doing the city any good. But I shouldn't say that, should I? But it doesn't. But Havana will change eventually. It will change. But you went to see the presidential palace and the municipal palace. And Havana, you said, was is now a UNESCO site. The the center of center. Uh, the center of Havana, the historical district's all been restored by UNESCO under the auspices of UNESCO. Yeah. And the Capitol building's been done up, the Opera House has been done up, and the Governor's Palace, which is called the Civic Museum. Uh, all that area and a lot of the little streets, is all, they've all been beautifully restored. So as you go every year, you see something that's gotten a little bit better. Yeah, every year, yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. And you went to see the Museum of Decorative Arts, yes. which is the former re residence of Countess de Revilla de Carmargo. Yes. Built in 1927. Which we've talked about. Oh, and, my uh, goodness. And the other thing which is amusing, of course, is to go to Tropicana. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. That hasn't changed. Since That's 19... a lot. It's a bit floppy. Since 1939, but it's very colorful, very amusing, and people love to go. It's this a good laugh. A bit like the Moulin Rouge. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. Well, it's so funny. So now we're going off to... So, of course, now you do the British trip, which is lovely because you're always doing it in full bloom, and you stay at these wonderful houses, and you go to the jockey club, and... You go to the Duke's Bar, which is famous for their martini cocktails, right? Oh, that's when we arrive in London. Duke's mm -hmm. Hotel in London is a charming little boutique hotel in St. James's, chicest area. And they're supposed to make the best martinis. Not supposed to, they do. Oh, that's yeah. wonderful. And you're hearing the King's College Chapel Choir. And you're going to go to the Jockey Club. and That's up in Newmarket, the real yeah. horse country. Yeah, the real it's horse It's beautiful. Country. And then you're going to Bonton Hall. Uh, yes, Boughton. Boughton. I never say everything right. Nam Northamptonshire. Yes, owned by the Duke of Buccleuch, the largest landowner in England. Buccleuch. Buccleuch. The Dukes of Buccleuch. So, and it was the Montague, it says. Montague Douglas Scott is their full name, all three of them. 
Unbelievable. And the house is, uh, oh my gosh, said 1528. Wonderful house. Wonderful house. Amazing. And, uh, and that's up in Rutland, which is the real um, hunting country. So, um, a fox hunting country. So, um, it's got the best hunt, hunting in, in the UK. The Amazing. corn and the Cotsmoor. And then you're going to Grimsthorpe Castle. Grimsthorpe, yeah. Uh, that's beautiful. All these places. And staying at the most beautiful hotel called Hambledon Hall on the on the water there, on the most lovely lake. It's fantastic. And many other great houses. There's one house we're going to see. It's very interesting. We're going to go and see a house called Houghton. And Houghton is a house where Walpole lived and the collection of paintings was sold to Catherine the Great of Russia. And a year and a half ago, they, they are now in the Hermitage in St. Petersburg, and these paintings were lent back to the house for one year, and they were hung in exactly the same position as they hung 200 years ago. And you could see the outline of the silk where they originally hung. It's quite extraordinary. Anyway, the Russians lent them the, these pictures, and that's where they went for a while. It's fabulous. And of course, everything's in bloom. Everything's in bloom, and we're going for a day's racing as well. I love it. Fagnum race course, they call it. Fagnum. Fagnum. The locals call it Fagnum. And I guess you bet on all this. Yeah. And don't get yourself in too much trouble. Okay. My, mother, my mother had a little race horse called Persian Alice, and she always won at Fagnum. Oh, sweet. Anyway. That is very sweet. Yeah. And now we're off to Armenia and Georgia, which is separate states, correct? I mean, they're, they're friendly with the United States, yes? yes? We have strong ties with them. Georgia, and the capital is Tbilisi, and Armenia, Yerevan. And what's extraordinary about Georgia is where they have all the great vineyards. And back before the Russian Revolution, all the grand families had their vineyards there. That's amazing. But the, the person who is going to be accompanying you is John Graham. I mean, my goodness, he's got quite a, a degrees here. Good Lord. He's a young man, and he's married to a local Georgian, and he lives between the USA and Tbilisi, and he's te teaching, he's a fellow at the Yale Institute uh, of Sacred Music, and he's got a PhD from Princeton, so he's very well qualified. And then we have a lovely man called Alan Ogden, um, who's a Brit, and he's going to be doing the other part. So we have two lectures, lecturers there. Well, that'll be quite interesting. And you're going to be seeing ancient churches, monasteries, castles and palaces. New music, good food. Good food is always a very important part of our, our trips. Good food and good wine. <laughs> That's the way to do it, right? Absolutely. Wonderful. And you're going to monasteries and you're staying in beautiful hotels. Lovely hotels. And, and it's, an, it's a first time for our trip there, so it's a new one. It takes quite a time to organize this. Now, you're also going to a UNESCO World Heritage Site in Georgia's ancient capital, which sounds divine. And then there's a beautiful church there. Yeah. And it's one of the finest Caucasian examples of the cross and dome architectural style that came to epitomize the height of Byzantine architecture. Oh, uh, it's a new one for us, and yeah. uh, so these two men are taking us. So we're under their wing. You're under their wing. Well, we're that's always the very wing. nice thing to be doing. Yeah. But you're, you have been also going to India for quite some time. And so give us a little bit about the history of your India trips and why you go there all the time. Well, I first went there 25 years ago, 
and my wife, um, grandfather was Viceroy. He yeah. was the longest serving Viceroy from 1936 to 1944. And he stayed on for another three years because the war broke out. He was due to come back in 39 and Churchill said, will you stay on? So my mother-in-law and her two sisters were there for all that period of time. Um, and it was quite a difficult time in one way. And the, the, the girls' jobs, the three daughters' jobs, was largely ceremonial. But they lived in the, the president's palace. Well, what is today the pres presidential palace? Um, it was called Vice Regal Lodge in the de those days. It's now called Rashti Pati Bhavan. But you try saying that after a few glasses of wine. I can imagine. And you told me that it's the largest private colonial residence in history. Yes, ever built. It was designed by Lutchens and Baker. And um, the land was given to them by the Mah then Maharaj of Jaipur. And he had several hundred acres. And when the British government said, well, how much? How much should I pay for it? He turned around and said, why do you think I need the money? So he gave them the land to Amazing. build this. Quite an I... extraordinary remark. Really? Yeah. And you said his entourage was 400 people. The just Viceroy... to tell you the size, you said it was just extraordinary. Well, they had 400 people working for them in all the different departments and in the, um, in the uh, Viceregal uh, lodge and that's what and they decamped to Simla in um, yes in the summer that's where everybody went now there's a very wonderful movie uh, called Indian Summer on Amazon yeah the Indian Summer is very good Indian yes Indian Summer yeah very very good but it does show a little bit of brutality towards the I know it does you know there. and uh, but you're going many places so you've been going forever and ever to India and you take the train you're doing the south and then you're doing these beautiful, uh, up north now, you're doing Jaipur, Udapur, and Jodhpur, up in the north. Up in the north, they're the most wonderful hotels. These were the old palaces which have been converted into hotels now. And for instance, you have the one in Udaipur called the Shivnavas, where the present Maharaja of Udaipur lives. He's called Arman Singh, wonderful character. I think we met him on one of the... You days. met him. He yes, gave a party for us, yeah. And you'll do that again. And then, of course, um, the present, the other hotel in Jopur is called the Umad Bhavan, built in the 40s by the then Maharaja, who built this enormous uh, redstone palace because of a famine. So he gave all the people of his state work, and this created this fabulous palace. And the, the family still live there in a wing, and, but is now a wonderful five-star hotel. And and then, of course, you've got the, um, the hotel in Jaipur. Ah, beautifully done again, owned by the Jaipur royal family. So they've all turned their palaces into hotels, and they're usually run by one of the big companies, which keep them, keep them very well run, right. like the Taj Group. They yeah. they, I mean, they have the, the elephants in all their decor. They have flowers that they put around you. They have these amazing ceremonies for you to see, the beautiful military outfits and everything else. We had, we were very lucky. We met the the princess. Oh, Aisha. Aisha. The Raj Mata of Jaipur, who's... She's, it was wonderful. Regarded as the Queen Mother of India. She was the most divine woman. 
Beautiful woman. And she took a big role in politics. She was imprisoned yeah. by Mrs. Gandhi um, on trumped-up charges, yet she still went on. She was the most remarkable woman and wrote a book called The Princess Remembers. And if you ever want to read something absolutely spectacular, it is this book. She was trying to get women in India out of Purda, yeah. which is where the women were always veiled and they weren't allowed to be seen in public. She was unfortunately the third wife of the Maharaja. She had one son, I believe. She had one son who sadly died. Yeah. But he, but Aisha was the one that traveled with her husband. Yes. Who was called Jai. She was very international. Very. And beautiful. I mean, she was one of the most beautiful women, I think, that ever lived. She, she, was, was, she came from a state called Kuch Pahar. Yes. And her mother was the Mahar, Maharani of Kuch Pahar, and one of the most beautiful women of the day. And uh, she traveled with Jai all over the world, and he was an international polo player. Yes, he was. She was received at Buckingham Palace by the, by the Queen and the Duke of Edinburgh, and was highly, highly regarded, and a very, very intelligent woman. And she, she yes. sadly missed, sadly missed. She took care of the children of the first two wives because they all passed away. She made a remark to me one day, I was talking about her stepchildren. She said, Anthony, we do not talk about stepchildren. They are our children. Aww. We do not use that word. I said, okay, Aisha, okay. She was fantastic, but it's very, very difficult to get the book, Princess Remembers. It's a beautiful, beautiful book. Lovely book. And anyway, they have wonderful, it was a pleasure for me to meet her. I mean, I have to say I was in awe. She sadly died a few years ago. I always remember when you asked her to sign, sign your book. She said, when I finished my whiskey, Ah, she did, but she finally did. She was so lovely. And they still have beautiful private trains there, which is how some of your trips, you go through the with the trains. They're private trains. And well, it was a train you can charter. Called the, it was called the Maharaja's Express. Absolutely fantastic. And you go from place to place, and you see a, a vast amount of India uh, without having a lot of um, traveling over road. But it was a wonderful, wonderful train. Marvelous food. Marvelous service, couldn't be better. But and then you're going to Koshina, which you uh, which we've been, which is all the way in the south, and of course Agra is beautiful, and they have even safaris there in the middle of the forest in the center. And then where are you going as well? We're going to Cochin and Kerala, as you said, right down in the south, which is a completely different terrain to the north. It's very Rain. green, yeah, green right. and lush, all the waterways. The Portuguese were down there. They colonized it. It's Christian down there predominantly, which is extraordinary. And then we go out on these rice boats during the day. Absolutely lovely during the water, seeing the waterways. Marvelous hotels. Again, hotels are very important to be comfortable in. I'm we're all too old to go in miserable hotels. So lovely hotels, you know. Yes, and then Mumbai is divine. And, and they have the tuk-tuks in Delhi, which is makes such Tuk-tuks. The tuk-tuks, and I don't know how they get to sleep, but the traffic, the traffic is beyond, beyond, beyond. But they have beautiful things. There. But the shopping is so wonderful. Everybody I loves mean, the yes, shopping. Yes, and the wonderful garbs that you can buy. And, of course, you can buy the most beautiful jewelry at the wonderful um, place. Where is it in Delhi? It's um, Well, we go to the Gem, the Gem Palace. Palace. The Gem Palace. And they've just been here in Palm Beach visiting. And you can go to the Khan Market as well. Marvellous. It's the most expensive property in, in Delhi. And it's got these funny little shops, masses of them. 
But, you know, it's it's a wonderful, colourful country. And I never wanted to go there originally. And I came back adoring it 25 years ago. And we go back and back again all the time. And it's always a different trip, always a different area. Always a little bit of difference. And you're doing something very unusual. You're doing Vienna and you're also doing Tokyo. We're going to Vienna, who I, which I love. And then we get on a boat in Vienna and we go up the river to Nuremberg. And then from Nuremberg, we go to Prague for three days. And that's in September. Lovely. And then you're going to in October to Tokyo. To Tokyo, yes. Sir. Wonderful. And you're taking something called a bullet train. We go on the bullet train from A to B, <laughs> which is marvellous. I, I haven't been to Japan for 20 years, so I'm going back again. So Good lovely. for you. Lovely, lovely times we have there. But I've been doing these trips. It's all done by word of mouth and friends and friends of friends, and that's how it all works. You're doing something amazing in Udaipur, which is back in, uh, back in back India. In You're doing another World Heritage Site. It's spectacularly situated on top of the Aravalli Hills. Yes. It was built in the 15th century after the Great Wall of China. It is the second longest wall in the world. Yes. Oh, my God. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And it's so colorful and so beautiful. Miss D, you must come back with thee. Uh, yes, I do. But unfortunately, I have a very sensitive tum-tum. Okay. And, the, and one has to become very accustomed to it. I mean, this is fantastic. And you get to go to all these palaces. Well, it's, it, is, it, is a, it is a country of palaces. Last year, on our trip to India, we went to Hyderabad. Now, Hyderabad was the richest of all the states of India. He was called the Nizam of Hyderabad. And he lived in enormous grand style. And that's where all the diamond mines came from. The Golconda diamond came from there, which sits what? in the crown of, the, of the, our present queen. Really? Yes. And he had one of the greatest collection. He could put pearls on the roof of the, his palace, which covered the whole of the palace. Well, where did they find all this? Do they have mines? Yeah, they, they had the, the, the diamond mines were amazing. They're all mined out now. Hardly there anything. There hardly anything. Yeah. But they were very special. They were very, very good diamonds. But I thought emeralds were in South America. No, these are diamonds. I understand, but they're known for their rubies as well. Yeah, well, they have rubies and diamonds and sapphires all over India. And they carve them in Jaipur, and you get these carved ones. And that's where Cartier got their, their they call them the fruit salad. Ah. Fruit salad bracelets, because they're a mishmash of all the colors. <laughs> and then Cartier, um, in the 30s, made this lovely jewellery. And uh, my wife has one of them. It's a beautiful one from her grandmother. So, so since... So people really have to go see. You have the to go see. The prices are quite reasonable, you believe? The prices? Yes, they are good. For more than what we usually do. Now, this yeah. palace is beautiful, the Umayyad Bawan Palace. It's pronounced the Umad Bawan. Of course, I couldn't say it. Don't worry. But That's all right. But it is stunning. It's got Art Deco-style rooms. It's on top of a fortress it is absolutely beautiful that's the palace i was telling you about that the maharaja oh. jaipur built when there was a famine it's absolutely beautiful and the palace that aisha jaipur lived in yes it, was called the rambag i love the name the rambag beautiful mm. and she lived in Lilypool, just in the gardens of the rambag yeah i remember we were allowed to go we stayed in a beautiful hotel and then there's this beautiful fort all in red called the Miragar Fort, hmm. which is Miranda. absolutely... The Miragar. 
pronounce. I know it's very difficult to say it. So you're I doing the British is. house parties, Vienna. Uh, you're doing all these amazing trips this year, which are amazing in Tokyo, which uh, you're going to do a recce, right? I'm going back out in May. Oh. To walk the course, as they say in racing. To walk, the walk the course. And the Danube and the rivers and Black and the Caspian Sea meet. And it's quite extraordinary. Now, these trips are fantastic, and you have to get to and what the most, also, what's so wonderful about the Argosy is that they will do private parties of families. If they would like to go somewhere with just their family, they do honeymoons, they do special trips just for people who are interested in sort of traveling with friends and family to organize their own private tours. And you've done quite a few of them. Mary's done a few for some of the families. Yes, we've organized things, safaris to Africa. And That's well, fantastic. I've done, I've done one. Yes, I've just organized somebody to go to um, Dubai and Bangkok. They wanted to go for shoppings and spas. There were seven ladies, five ladies that went. And we do families, trips, wherever they want to go. And uh, anyway, we do, we, we set them up for people. That want to do I think this you've thing. been around the world at least twice. Oh, God, I must have done. Getting Maybe three times. <laughs> I think it's wonderful. Mm. So the way to find them is to email theargosyfl at icloud.com. That's right. Theargosy, T-H-E-A-R-G-O-S-Y-F-L at icloud.com. And then you have another one that is the Argosy. No, you don't, don't bother with that one. And then the phone number, which is in uh, America in Palm Beach, is 561-586-5633. That is correct, Miss D. And that's where you'll find Claudia, who is his wonderful assistant. Mm-hmm. And if you, anybody wants to go on these trips, you have got to sort of talk to the to the master of ceremonies, who mm. is right here, and who... <laughs> yes, Anthony Underwood, known as Subois. And they do Italy, and you've done Egypt, and you have done South America and Buenos Aires, and all over the world. You've been all over the world. These trips are magnificent, and just what they're doing now is so spectacular. And I'm just so thrilled that you go to Cuba all the time. Mm. And we found that so interesting. I said, I think people would really be. Exciting because the art world in Cuba has become very, very interesting. The contemporary art is wonderful. Yes, you bought something years ago. Oh, I've been now... buying. I've been buying pieces every year. You're allowed to bring art into the Americas, no problem. You get a special license, and you can bring your pieces that you've bought. And there's always been an arrangement between Cuba and America to bring pieces in to this country. So there's no problem with that. Well, it's 45 minutes away from here. It's 45 I... minutes. And it's and it's Delta for Lord's sakes. We go on Delta. Yeah, it's very very easy. Yeah. No sooner you're up in the air than you're coming down again. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just so excited for you, and I'm just so hope my listeners will get in touch with the Argosy FL at iCloud.com, mm -hmm. and and their phone number again is five six one five eight six five six three three because the trips are amazing. And they do cocktail parties in New York, and they do cocktails in Palm Beach and London to bring interest to people. But they, they become quite famous, actually. And uh, there's quite a group that goes and has a wonderful time because he's so knowledgeable and lots of fun. So I hope you all take advantage of this wonderful, wonderful adventures if you feel like it, especially since it's so private. 
So I bid you farewell. Please, Anthony, thank you so much for sharing with us these wonderful adventures that you've been doing. Well, thank you, Miss D, for having me on your show. And we love everything that you're doing. And so I, God bless you, as they say. And do not forget, lead us not into temptation, for we can find it ourselves. God bless and have a great day.